0: As you embark on your retirement planning journey, it's crucial to foresee potential expenses that may nibble away at your hard-earned savings. Join us as we explore six financial demands that can impact your retirement nest egg
1: and discover- And now, Iron Plan Radio with Mal and Shane. This is Iron Plan Radio with Mal Mason and Che Kyle. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sudol and, of course, Mal, founder, chairman, Iron Plan Solutions Group, helping folks for more than 30 years. Che, CEO, uh, advisor, strategic partner, and so much more. Uh, Hello, Che. Hi, Mal. How's things? Great, Steve. How are you doing? Doing well, thanks.
0: Doing great over here.
1: All right, good to know. Um, okay, we're going to jump into this, and and I, I like the way you described that, Mel, when you said um, the things that can nibble away at our retirement. That's really what can happen, can it? I mean, sometimes it could be a darn shark bite.
0: Well, yeah, unfortunately, people are living longer, and they're mm-hmm. in retirement longer, and the longer you're in it, the more exposure you have to these risk um, health care is, oh, yeah. You know, we we could talk about healthcare for the next hour. Well, we everybody talk- every, every, everybody'd be really bored, but we could talk about it. <laughs> but,
1: but it's an important piece of the puzzle, obviously, and 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 we've got to know. I mean, that's the thing. It's it's such a big unknown. We don't know what's going to happen. So how do we plan for that? I mean, for the for the big unknowns.
0: Well, I mean, well, the first thing is is that while everybody's being so critical of our system and our country and all that is that, um, at age 65, you, you, um, get social security and you get some world-class healthcare that comes with that. Um, if you're, if you have it in your budget and can afford a Medicare supplement, you're, you're, you're pretty much gonna be safe from the getting sick or, or hurting yourself and, and getting better, but what n- nobody can plan for is um, medicine that, that is going to be $2,000 a month for the rest of your life. Um, yeah. uh, you know, GoodRx has done their best to try to, to keep that sensible. But, you know, what happens if you can't take care of yourself and you have to go into t- some type of long-term care facility? There are government facilities, state facilities. Um, they're not always the best, but at least you're not in the street like you would be in a third world country. Right. But um, it's expensive to plan for that, Steve. if you're planning for long-term care, I'm I'm gonna throw a little nugget out there for everybody. And I I invite you to Google it, research it, call us. The best way to buy long-term care in this day and time is to buy life insurance. The life insurance companies has figured out that they're gonna give somebody X amount of money when you die. If you need it while you're living, we'll go ahead and give it to you then. And it is affordable. If you try to buy long-term care in the street, we don't even offer it because we can't make it make sense.
1: Right. Well,
2: every day we hear of clients that are having uh, policies that they've had for 10, 20 years, that they're having increases, premium increases for their long-term care policy. And and they want us to shop it. Um,
0: And it's doubling. It's it's not like 10%. It's Mm -hmm. like, okay, you know, you've been paying 5,000 a year for, 10 years. So now it's going to be 11 grand. Holy First thing God. your client says is I can't do that. Well, if you can't, if you drop the policy, they keep the money you, 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 never gotten, you never.
2: Well, they might give you the money, the premiums that you paid in, but, but they, they, um, but all the gains that you would have gotten if you'd invested in something else, you, right. you missed it. I mean, you got premiums. Great. But I've been paying 25 years. I mean, what, do, what is that worth to me now? Or they ask you to um, drop your benefits. Well, why would you want to drop your benefits when that's the reason why you bought the policy in the first place, was right. to have those benefits. So there are, um, there are ways we can help people plan for these medical expenses that are going to, I mean, really eat up, um, that can eat up your retirement.
1: Sure. Well, and again, these, uh, one of the ways that we can sort of combat that, if you will, is if you have a high deductible plan, uh, you can have an HSA, a health savings account. That can be a big help if you uh, if you strategize that and start that a little bit earlier.
0: You can prepare now or you can pay for it later. You're either going to have a Medicare SUP or you're going to have a HSA. H- HSA is a great idea. I mean, there, there's no doubt about it. It is a great idea. Um, and for those of you who out there who maybe don't know what that is, um, it's a health savings account. And, and you get a dollar-for-dollar dollar deduction on this year's income tax return, and it sits in an account. In an account and um, it's there for medically covered expenses that's not covered by your insurance or Medicare. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and you need to be sure that you understand what's medically covered. Um, if you buy an after-tax HSA and don't take the tax deduction, you pretty much can use the money for whatever you want, but if it's a tax deducted, then the IRS has a list of things that are Covered. covered in that plan.
1: Right. And, and again, it's a pretty generous plan in terms of what you can use that money for.
0: Well, uh, it is. And, and, you know, um, to have a, yeah, very few people could do this, but I mean, I think that the cap is 30. So if you do $30,000 and that's a tax deduction and it's sitting in an account waiting on you to spend it when you have cataract surgery or you, you know, have a hip replacement and, you know, Your out-of-pocket's $8,000 or whatever. Mm -hmm. All those kind of things will be covered.
1: Sure. All right. Well, folks, it's all stuff that, uh, I mean, again, we're talking about things that can eat away at our retirement. And from a dollar standpoint, and and we don't even realize it, uh, it's a phone call away if you'd like to get started, 888 532 503 888 532 503 So we talked about six things, healthcare, that's tops the list, uh, home ownership. That can be one that sort of sneaks up on you too, isn't it?
2: It really does. I think people don't realize, if even if you don't have a mortgage in retirement, the upkeep, the maintenance can wreak a havoc on your best laid plans. Um, Needing a new roof after you've been retired for five years can really kill your retirement budget. Uh, So according to the Bureau of Labor and Statistics from 2016 through 2020, Americans age 65 or older spent an average of $16,880 per year on housing related costs. I mean, I don't think that's mortgage. I think that's actually upkeep.
1: Oh, I think so too, because it's the thing where, okay, I need a new uh, HVAC system. I got to put a new roof on the house. I mean, there's, there's major things like that that cost major dollars.
0: Well, uh, yeah. And you know, Steve, something we're going to start doing uh, here at Iron Plant um, because I just went through this with my mother. If if we have a, a set income stream, like we always develop for, uh, and cash flow analysis for our clients, <laughs> so we know what they're going to have when they quit. I am going to start matching that cash flow stream to assisted living facilities because my my parents moved into an assisted living facility. It's a great facility. They're always doing something. They'll take them anywhere they want to go. You can have your own car and come and go as you please. They feed you regimentally three times a day. You don't have to cook. So you don't have to buy any groceries, any utilities. And these places are really, really, really nice. And if you, if you know, you have the budget for it, why would you cut grass and trim bushes?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, true. <laughs> you know, you
0: think it's all fun when you're 55, but when you're 65, maybe it's not near as fun or 75. Mm. So, but the, yes, and and we have clients and let me tell you what what the answer is. I need a new roof. Okay. So you own your house and you're going to go do a HELOC, a home equity line of credit, and then you're going to have to budget that payment out of your income Mm. to pay it back. Right. And it's the interest is tax deductible, but they don't get that because they don't have any more expenses. So they get their standardized deduction. So just that making it, it, it's a, what else are you going to do? Sell the house.
2: Yeah, exactly. They're stuck in a hard place, you know? Right.
1: Right. And I know it's hard sometimes for, you know, for folks to give up that house. They've been there for 30, 40 years and, and, uh, it, but again, it's, it, it's a tough decision, but one that has to be made at some point.
2: Exactly. But if you have that discussion early
1: about home ownership and they budgeted for it, that is the key. Sure. They want to
2: stay in that house, but they have that emergency fund that they're going to be able to upkeep with all those repairs. They paid little Joey every week to go and mow their lawn. Um, and that's in the plan. So, uh, that can really be done. And, um, and let them live in that house if that's what they want to do all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: Uh, 888-532-0503. We're talking about things that can eat away at our, our retirement savings. And this one uh, certainly reared its ugly head last year. Um, uh, the Inflation, you know, 40-year high last year. But it, it's still up. And I, you look at the current numbers, and it's it's kind of inching up again, isn't it?
2: Hmm. <laughs> It, it really is. And I think on Matt, on the show last week, Melon mentioned one thing about inflation, even though they say it's only like 8%, we know it's more than that, it <laughs> um, is. but um, it doesn't ever go down. Things don't change back. It's not like we've gone back to uh, 40 years ago where, where salt was 10 cents. Right. right. We haven't.
0: Right. I mean, you know, I, in, in high school I worked in a grocery store and a gallon of milk was 99 cents. Oh. Hmm. Wow! Anybody, anybody out there ever bought a gallon of milk for ninety-nine cents in the last ten years?
1: (laughs) Well, not the last twenty (laughs) years, thirty.
0: See, we we didn't get the reset. Yeah, but I mean, and and it's it's just a real thing. So, how do you plan for inflation? You know, people hear me say this all the time, and I don't. I know they get sick of it, but I feel like maybe if I say it enough, they'll get it. If you have one hundred thousand dollars and you make five percent, you got one hundred five. If inflation was Let's just say five percent. You have a hundred. It means you didn't make anything. Mm-hmm. You netted nothing. Yeah. Because even though you got 105, you can't buy but a hundred. Right. It's it's only gonna buy a hundred thousand dollars worth of something. And God forbid if it's like it was last year, it's 10%, ten percent, <laughs> ten point three six is where where we think we have it is, you know, so so now your hundred is only by ninety five thousand dollars worth of something. And you made nothing. <laughs> but the bank sent me a statement said I had 105. Well, that, that that's just not quite true, is it? No. Yeah. So, and, and we're trying to help everybody understand that because these are the silent things that in the next five years you you absolutely have to be aware of and and plan for. You know, most of the what people meet miss most of the time when they think about coming to say, oh, I don't know what he's going to ask me. I'm not, I'm going to talk to you about your money. I don't want you to bring any statements. I don't want you to do any of that. I want you to come down there and tell me what's bothering you. Okay. And I'm going to tell you what we do and how we do it to help other people. And if you decide you want my help, great. If you don't, it's the best free hour you've ever spent in your life financially. If I could put one billboard in the middle of Houston, it would be one billboard that explained inflation. And
1: how would you do that on a billboard? I know (laughs) you can't,
0: but, but if I could, if I could stick one there and right, right down near the Galleria mall, if I could just make people call me and say, Hey, what's this thing about inflation? I would take those phone calls all day.
1: All right. Well, hey, let's uh, let's use that as a way through out of this segment and make make that call to Mal. He's waiting for your call. 888-532-0503. Great opportunity for you. Come on in, sit down, get a financial plan put together. You can find out how much risk you're taking, things that we've been talking about here. What about fees or commissions? Do you really know what you're paying? it's a phone call away to find out 888-532-0503 888-532-0503 let's take a quick break we're going to come back and continue our conversation right here on iron plan radio with mal and Shay. when we come back we are going to explore the top five components that people want out of retirement and we're going to give you three easy ways to help get you back on track for that financial planning journey We're back on Iron Plan Radio with Mel Mason and Jake Kyle. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sudol. And uh, this is going to be a fun segment. We, we like our statistics in our business, don't we?
0: Yeah, and th- these are... Uh, it's a really good segment coming up. I'm excited about it. All that. right.
1: Well, well, yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that w- when we talk about statistics, we've got a couple of different surveys and, and some studies that have been done. And uh, now we were talking before the show, uh, you certainly have a profound outlook on this, and I, I really like it. So let's just jump in. From uh, April 2023, and then again in August of this year, 4,300 adults were surveyed uh, and uh, by principal. And this is one of the top, these are the top three things they said, top stressors named in the same, named in April, uh, remained in April. So inflation, rising interest rates, lack of savings. Those are the top three. Agree? Yeah. Totally I, agree. I, How do we fix it? Absolutely agree. <laughs> we can't well, really fix inflation, but we got
0: to be aware of it. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, and, and that's uh, exactly, that's what I just said in the last segment is that just understand it mm-hmm. and understand that. You have to outpace it, you know, there are, there are circumstances where I agree that, okay, I am guaranteed five and a half percent on my money. If you have $15 million, I agree with that. Mm -hmm. No risk, five and a half percent, but you need to understand that if inflation's six, you're going to be able to buy less with that same money. Every year. So as long as you understand inflation and the only way to outperform inflation historically is to be in the open market. Yep. And if you're going to be in an open market with retirement dollars, you better have a principal guarantee. So be in the open market with a principal guarantee. We're going to talk about that later in the show, mm-hmm. but th- that's crucial.
1: Okay. And um, so, uh, but rising interest rates, can we protect ourselves from that?
0: You know, we don't have any control over it. We were, we were asked by a client of ours, um, recently about their pension because pensions are tied to interest rates, Right. a, a true pension
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, um, he was concerned that if the interest, if the fed moved the interest rates again, that his value of his pension would go down again. Mm -hmm. And he's right. Unfortunately, we don't control the fed. Um, the industry, our industry believes that the fed has done enough and let's take a wait and see. And I think they're actually listening. They're actually talking about not doing another, um, hike in December. And, um, I think that might be wise. We don't want to go too far and end up, uh, in inflation, I, I think stagflation is is here and it's going to be here mm-hmm. for a while. But they're not going they're not going to admit that because guess what happens in twenty twenty
2: four? We're going to have an election, <laughs> so they got
0: to lie. <laughs> well, they lie anyway, but exactly. they're going to really lie that year.
2: Inflation so. is down, <laughs>
0: yeah, right? Check not. out my Bidenomics. Gas is five dollars oh, a gallon. Oh God. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. So, Go ahead. Okay. Don't get me on a roll.
1: No, I won't. I, I'm try, unless I won't. Well, it might be fun <laughs> now. Mm-hmm. It really might it be. It <laughs> All right. May Four be. out of 10 workers, 41% don't contribute any money at all to their 401k uh, or employer-sponsored plan. It, that, is, that, that just blows my mind. It does.
2: But what concerns me more is... They're not putting it somewhere else. They're not saving the money. Well, you make a point. (laughs)
0: Right. Right. This is the path of least resistance. Payroll deducted so I never see it. Exactly. Probably probably the only thing I really like about a 401k. Okay.
2: That
0: I really like. Exactly. There are some things I like, but I really like that because it gets it done.
2: Yeah. I mean, when you have those... Automatic deductions out of your account. You don't necessarily think about it. It's already billed in there. The water bill, the <laughs> right, right. its just coming out, you know, what's going to happen and your budget's already made for it. But, um, four out of 10 workers, 41% not contributing to a 401k. Um, that's 59%, 50, 48%, 49%. Sorry, my math's bad today. 49% of people that, um, that are, mm-hmm. but what is everyone else doing for retirement planning? Well, I don't, you know, I know they really saved it.
1: Clearly they're not doing much. Um, this is a number that, that, that's staggering to me too. 46% don't know what investments are included in their 401k. Now, truth be told, <laughs> I think if you, I mean, if you sat down 20 people, none of them would be able to tell you what's in their <laughs> 401k. Well, well,
0: Jay, Jay made a great point. That's 46% of the 49% that did, that did do it.
2: <laughs> that had to be the number so, 46%. But, but I can,
0: I can tell you, Steve, that, How about this number? Nine out of 10 people who sit down at my conference table. You know, the way that normally goes is we have a conversation about their money for an hour. It's just tell me what's bothering me. You know, let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. And then if they decide that they want to come back and get talk about their money in detail, they bring the statement. and We do that, right? Yep. Before that, I like to do this. I'll tell them, hey, flip that statement over and tell me what your holdings are in your 401k. Oh man! They don't even bl- bl- blink an eye. They look at me going, "I don't have any idea. I don't even know how it works." <laughs> and and it, oh. that blows my mind that it, the one thing you're saving your money in that we don't understand how it works, we don't understand the charges, the fees. Mm-hmm. We don't understand that the IRS absolutely won't give it to you unless it's one of five very bad things. Fees and there's, there's no a fees getting a 401k. There's no getting that. But you can't. You have to leave employment for it to be available to you, or it has to be, uh, you're buying a house, health emergency, college, yeah. I don't adopting even know. a child, I adopting a child and something else. Other than that, I know it's your money, but we'll tell you when you can have it. <laughs>
2: or you'll be, penal- you'll be penalized quite right. a bit. And Pen- and that's,
0: absolutely. Look, that's not a bad thing because they put that rule there because people spend it and end up broke. Mm.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I get that, but. If that's where you're putting your money, you should know that. <laughs> exactly. So much uh, less what what you're invested in and what it cost.
1: Right. 888-532-0503. That's the number to call. So, what did this survey find that, that people wanted out of the uh, five features that responded said what they wanted out of their retirement? Now, go through these for me. Cuz these are big numbers. 52% said they wanted lifetime income. I okay. think that number's
0: I think that number's higher in reality.
1: Okay, because people are aware they got to have income in retirement.
0: Right, right. You know, I have a a very wealthy client tell you, hey, you can have all my money as long as you give me uh, $45,000 a month guaranteed. Because that gets it done and I don't need to worry about having a big pile of money. (laughs) It's a wealthy client. He's very, he is very wealthy. But anyway, 49% said they wanted consistent monthly paycheck income. Well, that's almost the same thing. It is. (laughs) Um, 42% responded, but you see, they're they're speaking their language to us now. we're not speaking our language to them, which is that's the purpose of that conversation that we have sure, I understand what they're saying i m- my job is to help them understand what I'm saying yeah. and that that's an art form um forty percent forty two percent responded they desired low fees and cost good
1: <laughs> yeah, good Absolutely. I mean that's good that's a good sign somebody's paying. attention.
0: 42. 40% preferred liquidity or access to money whenever you want. Good luck with that. Uh huh. Um, you Matter of fact, you, you're going to have to hire a professional to prepare for that because the average person thinks they know, and it's not as easy as you think. That that, that's probably the trickiest one there. 39% wanted protection from market corrections and down markets. Good news. That's the easiest thing in the world to do, and you should already be doing it.
1: Well, and more people should want to do that. In my well, opinion, <laughs> well, I think
0: I think I think Steve, they don't know. Ah, that's true. Um, you know, I tell everybody all the time. Jay well, and I both very well educated, all the credentials, the whole night No one ever taught this to us, but this business. They, they didn't teach it. I, I come from a very good business college here in, mm-hmm. in Pensacola, Florida. They didn't teach it. They still don't teach it. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, they invite me back to talk to uh, upperclassmen about the fact that they don't teach the real application of, of being a financial advisor. Anywhere in that campus, the first time they hear it is from, from me or another advisor, who's a guest speaker.
1: Mm -hmm. Are a lot of jobs Um, dropping at that point?
0: Well, yeah, (laughs) yeah, because the, the, what they think they want to be and what they're going to be, I tell everybody all the time is 10% math and finances and it's 90% psychologist. Sure. Because people, everybody's different about their money. And and you have to figure out, okay, this is a person I work well with. And, and you have to be successful enough to understand that when, hey, I don't work well with that kind of person, I need to find them somebody that does. Well, that means that the person you're talking to has to be successful. Otherwise, they're desperate. Every day we say, hey, look, I got you hooked up, but it ain't me. Let me help you. That happens. You can't be everything to everybody. <clears throat> when you talk about 39% wanted market correct, uh, protection for market cor- corrections and downturns, if you're 55 years old, you should already be in that vehicle anyway. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. one of the best vehicles that's ever been put on the market. Mm-hmm. There's zero chance of you losing your money. You have all the upside of the market and you can do it with no fees. Mm-hmm. Anybody tells you that I'm wrong, I invite you to bring them and let's have a conversation. Cause I'm not, and everybody should be doing that. It's easy.
1: Sure. So, I mean, there are some ways that we can kind of get ourselves back on track. And, and uh, one of the ways is obviously taking advantage of the employer match. If you have one and, and uh, some things, I mean, some people aren't even aware that they've got a match or how
0: much
2: it is or how much. much. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, we say it, it's like free money. I mean, put up to the match. Yep. You know, it's an easy way to save it. It's out of sight, out of mind, comes right out of your
1: paycheck. Um, and, well, again, in, in the next year, uh, you're going to be able to put that match into a Roth 401k.
0: Well, exactly. And then you took the words out of my mouth. You knew where I was going mm. with that. Is right after you get the match, any excess contributions mm. needs to go in Roth. You need to control your tax bracket. Yeah. The one thing I do not like about a 401k is you have no idea what kind of taxes you're going to pay when you retire, nobody does. And so I'm not telling you, ah, you don't know. I'm saying no one knows. And what should bother you is we're 32 trillion in debt. They're going to have to pay that somehow. Yeah. Wonder, wonder if income taxes might be or capital gains tax Mm
1: -hmm. or some
0: other tax we hadn't thought of yet.
1: Sure. <laughs> Entirely possible. Um, that emergency fund has got to be a priority. And, and again, I think we all learned that lesson in the, in the pandemic.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. Three to six months.
1: <laughs> right.
2: Have enough funds that is liquid, easily accessible. Um, you never know when you're going to get st- stuck by something and you surely don't want to wait for something to have to sell something <laughs> in no. order to get money to, um, to use in that emergency fund. So sure. Make sure you put it away.
1: Well, and again, um, boy, this, uh, this segment went by pretty darn quick. Let's uh, take a quick yeah, break sure. and uh, invite yeah. folks to call in a process.
2: Okay, listeners, it's time to act. Give us a call at 888-582-0503 and schedule your one-hour conversation with me and Mal. An conversation with your money. Um, let us get to know you. Let you get to know us and see if it will be a good fit for us to continue this conversation. Let's educate you on your finances. Where you are now. Where would you like to be? And how can we help you? Give us a call, 888-532-0503.
1: That's the goal here at the show, folks, just to help you make the best decision that's right for you. So if you've got any questions about what we're talking about here today or how it might apply in your own situation, now's the time to give us a call, 888-532-0503. 888-532-0503 Eight 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 five three two zero five zero three. We are going to take a quick break and when we come back, we are going to open up the books, so to speak and uh, we're going to have a case study Mal's got a great case study, in other words he's going to sort of take us through the process of putting together a plan and uh, and see how successful it is All of that when we come right back are back on Iron Plan Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Mal Mason is here. Che Kyle is here. And we are having a great show. I love all this conversation. I mean, you know, we're not, you're not pulling any punches today, folks. I mean, I'm not talking to you with Mal and Che. I mean, you guys are just laying it out there. Well, isn't that what
0: you want? Yes, that's I mean, exactly if, if what look, I want. If, if you're looking, you know, when I look for, I, I, I always think about this. Um, 25 years ago, I had some pretty serious back surgery. I had a car wreck, so I asked people I re- I respected, my orthopedic, my chiropractor, um, a handful of other people, who would you use? And everybody kept giving me the same name. And they, they they would they would preface that with the next sentence of saying, "But man, his bedside manner is just not very good. He's <laughs> he's he's short. He's got short man syndrome. He's mean." Uh- Oh, they, I mean, they just dogged on him, right? Yeah. So I meet the guy, and I tell him that. <laughs> I told him, I said, this is what everybody says. And I said, so tell me something. If you were going to have this surgery, who would you hire? He said, if I was going to have this surgery, I would be in trouble. He said, because there's me, and then there's God. <laughs> oh, man. And I looked at him, and I said, you're the man. <laughs> I didn't care how rude he was after that. Right. And let me let me just tell you, he did a fabulous job. And as I got to know him, he was, he was just like a little teddy bear. <laughs> the nicest man you ever met good friends to this day. So, you know, you can't always trust what you hear, but, but shouldn't the person you hire to, to handle your money. That's, that's the purpose of that, that very casual, it's a serious conversation, but it's right. casual about, do you like me and do I like you? And do I think that I can help you? Am I the best fit for you? And that's the same thing you, the client should be asking about us. We understand. We even know the math behind it. If 10 people sit at our table, four of them are going to hire me pretty doggone quick, two or three of them is going to hire me in the next six months. And the rest of them never are They're, I can tell you why, but it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The point is we're just going through that conversation, giving you a true audition of who we are and what we do. And then by God, we back it up. You can take it to the bank. I got a list of clients you can call about that. All right. But the deal is, are we right for you? You know, some people don't like the fact that I'm a little bit more conservative than most people. I don't apologize a whole lot either for being wrong. I'd rather be a little bit more conservative. And, you know, my clients make great rates of return in good years. In bad years, they don't get hurt. That, that makes sense to us. Absolutely. So, so when we have Steve, and, and what I wanted to talk about is, is if client comes in after that initial conversation, they'll know. They'll either say, "Hey, you know, I, I'd like to talk to you more," or maybe I prompt them and say, "Well, what do you think?" But I'm not going to say, "Here, sign this contract." Mm-hmm. You will never hear me say that. I don't. I don't ask anyone to hire me. They hire me. And you can t- you can take me at my word for that. There will never be any pressure in that office. I don't believe in it. So at some point we decide that we want to mutually, we want to move forward. At that time, I may give them a a laundry list of things that would be helpful to have a more serious conversation about their money statements, things of that nature. They come in. We, if they send them to us prior, then we're going to be ahead of the game in that second meeting. If we go through them the first time we've seen them was in that meeting. We go through them. We talk about fees. We talk about underlying investments. What they expected from that. Mm-hmm. What are they getting? Is is their expectations in line with, with the results? If not, why? What do you want to do about it? Not let me show you. No. I need to know how you feel about each one of, of these problems you put on my desk. And then once I know how you feel about it, then I can talk to you about emotionally things that would suit you better. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're in the right things, I'm gonna look at you and go, hey man, congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you want to change the guy's name at the bottom of the page, because he don't call you or send you a birthday (laughs) card, we can do that. But there's no work to be done here.
1: Right. Right.
0: However, if it's a mess, which, you know, those four people that hire me 90% of the time is a mess, either the advisor isn't doing what they said, or they're charging too much, they really didn't understand what they were buying and now they're not happy, so once we're in agreement about how they feel about what they have and what they expect, then Tay and I build a plan that's custom fit to that. And in the third meeting, we come in, we call it a rough draft. Let's see how we did. Let's go through it. You tell me what you like, tell me what you don't like and why. Maybe we got lucky and hit a home run in that third meeting. Maybe it was 80% right and we had to fix the other 20. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's go do that. At that point, then we will implement the plan. Once we have it, just like you want it. Now, am I going to ask you before that third meeting, "Hey, if we hit a home run with this plan, is is it what you're going to do?" I just don't want to waste the time putting it together if that's not ever your intention to begin with. Mm-mm. Right. Th- that's all. Right. I, there's not. There's no. Write me a check or you know, give me your firstborn. I I, we don't do that.
1: Right. Well, here's the thing, Mel. That that I I want to point out is that. Yes, you're having a, a f- open and frank conversation about this, but there's no judgment involved. I mean, you're just taking the emotion out of it. You're just laying out there the, the facts, the math. The math doesn't lie. Uh, well, and
0: I mean, the wrong time to be mad at someone because they smoked is because they have lung cancer. <laughs> yeah. You, what they're there for is t- for you to heal them. Uh, or mo- let me be more clear: if you smoke, you're more likely to have heart disease than you are to have lung cancer, anyway. But your cardiologist would be judgmental if he read you the riot act and then told you, well, "But now I'm gonna fix it." <laughs> right? Uh, you, you know <laughs> why? Why hit someone when they're down? If I disagree, that's what I do. Let me. How about I say something like. Would you be interested if I could show you something I think is a better way that's more comfortable? Mm -hmm. There's no point in, you know, I hear people, they tell me, oh, my advisor just flat out told my husband he was stupid.
2: (laughs) We actually had that happen just a couple weeks ago in a a meeting.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, and I'm going to tell you, if you say that and you're on my team, Mm. that's the last day you were on my team. Yeah. You're fired and not kind of. But because there's just no room for that, Steve. Everybody, look, here's the thing. You remember I told you earlier, we're talking about 90% of the time we're a psychologist. Right. People are so nervous and, and secretive and protective about their finances, whether they don't have any or feel inadequate or they feel like they have a lot. There's so many emotions. It, it doesn't matter to me when it's, when it's time for me to apply what I do. I'm just trying to figure you out. So I can give you what you want. Mm-hmm. There's a commercial on TV. Uh, I can't remember who it is, but they talk about cookie cookie cutter investments. Yep, that will never exist in this practice. No, there's no way for me to put Che in something I put you and your wife into. Now y'all may have some things that are similar, but it, it, everybody's a little different. Everybody um, is. You, you know, there's a uh, in a in a case that we just did recently. They were going to need more cash than I I thought. They would need more cash in retirement than they did.
1: Okay, so set this up for me. What's the what's the situation? What's okay, the situation? so they
0: come in that we we calculated what their potential is for their social security. We we know pretty much what they're going to get there. Okay, they both have a four hundred and one k. We've taken that balance, grown it forward at a conservative rate of return, and said this will be your income out of these two buckets. So when you add up those four buckets, that came up to a number that was more than adequate to pay their bills. So they have their lifetime income stream. Mm-hmm. Sure. Set it and forget it. Don't monkey around with it. Don't listen to Uncle Joe. Don't let, set it up with a professional and be done with it. You're retired. Congratulations.
2: Don't buy an alpaca farm.
0: Right. And, and, and <laughs> stay away you. from them damn ostriches. So, and, and at the end of the day, you're there and you, chances are you're probably there at 80 when you want an assisted living facility. So you're there and then you're there again. Right? Yeah. So then the guy says, and I got this, I got this 200 grand and, and I really like what you did with that annuity. Should I put it there? No. Well, what do you mean? No. <laughs> because we use that to, to set your income stream. Mm-hmm. I believe you're going to need that 200 grand for a new roof. Mm. Remember that from the second segment? Yeah. I believe you're going to need that 200 grand for a new car. So why don't we put it in a place where we can get a real competitive rate of return with very little risk, if, if not no risk. And that money will be there when we need it.
2: More liquid for sure.
0: Earlier when I talked about 40% of the people, they want what they want and they want it now, you better set a bucket up. That's just for that. You know, we use that same bucket if that client had had a asset under management account, which means it was in the open market with no guarantee. If, the market has a downturn. We're not going to take income out. We're not going to sell a position Mm -mm. when the market's down. What we will do is say, we'll let that come back. We'll go over here to our cash bucket. We'll get that $15,000 we need out of there. My income stays the same and I'll wait on my stock position to recover. Now, a lot of people say, well, I never thought about that. I get paid to think about that. And I've been there and I've seen it not happen like it should Mm have. That's the type of plan. And then, and then here's the neat part, Steve. Okay. Once that's done and we deliver it, and it's got a bow around it, and we put it in a real nice leather portfolio for you with our name on it and all that. I mean, it's nice, smells nice. <laughs> it is nice. <laughs> but guess what happens? Then, then we contact you at least twice a month with newsletters, client specific pieces, phone calls from the team. That goes on all the time annually you're going to come back down there and we're going to ask you if anything's changed goals i mean okay my investments hadn't changed but my goals have changed okay well, we have to go back redo the cash flow analysis make sure the income stream is still like it should be but that's done every year till we retire and
1: every year in retirement yeah. our job is never done i i love that mal because that 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 helps me feel protected and it and it boosts my confidence knowing that you've got my back and, well, I'm glad to hear you say that because I'm going to tell you,
0: uh, the way we look at it is we're shepherds and you're in our flock. Mm-hmm. And we are ultra protective of our flock. It, we know what we saved you from. We know the corruption on Wall Street. We know the corruption in a bank. You know, that the guy I was telling you about the other day that came in here and was, we were doing this for, he'd had four representatives at at, at, a, at a bank, a large national bank, in five years. Four different ones. Wow, I, I've been doing this for 32 years. What do you do? Do you just get up one day and say, ah, I'm not going to manage anybody's money. I'm not, you know, I'm going to go down here and sell a car <laughs> or I'm going to go down here and, and sell for then' it, it doesn't work like that. I don't hire people like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They have to convince me that they are committed to changing people's
1: lives or they don't get a shot at the title. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just that simple. Let's invite folks to call. Again, That's that, that case study. I mean, all these things are things that you can have uh, for you, folks, if you just give us a call.
0: Yeah, you know, everybody, look, I can't be any more honest than I'm being. We we want you to come down here, give us an opportunity to hear what you have to say and give you an honest opinion about wh- where we think you are and where you should be going. It's really that simple. Are we going to talk about fees, taxes, all that you know, who blah, everybody thinks matters so much. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Absolutely, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about how we do it versus how everybody else does it, sure. But at the end of the day, it's gonna be an honest conversation about what you have or don't have, how you're gonna get it, what you can expect from it if you put the discipline in, what you can expect in retirement, and that you're not ever, we make work optional. If you go back to work, that's gonna be your choice. When we retire you, it's done. And the reason is we don't guess. Now, am I more conservative than the next guy? Probably. But if I put it on a piece of paper, we're going to outperform that piece of paper. We don't overpromise and underperform. That never happens. So I invite you to come down and spend some time with us. Call us at 888-532-0503 or go to, go to my website, go to myironplan.com. Reach out to us there. My email address is on there. Send me an email. Whatever makes you happy. but. Come have that conversation and and let us show you how we help our flock and our clients
1: retire 888-532-0503 we do need to take a quick break but we will continue the conversation with mal and che just a couple of minutes Uh, don't go anywhere because when we come back we have got questions from listeners and more on my iron plan with mal and che And we're back. It's the final segment on uh, Iron Plan Radio with Mal Mason and Shay Kyle. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And uh, because it is segment four, that means it's questions from listeners. Uh, it's always interesting to see the questions because it's, uh, you know, if one person has that question, there's got to be a bunch of folks that are, have similar questions. Has is, is that been your experience? I agree.
2: I agree. People have the same. We all have the same worries and concerns, especially about finances. Um, out of every question you hear, there's at least 10 or 20 that are listening that's like oh yeah I thought about that too.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, on on that note, let's jump in. Uh, we've got uh, Brandy's up first and Brandy's wondering. She says, "I am 50 I am 53 and behind the eight ball when it comes to retirement savings. My company does not match my 401k. I currently contribute 12% and the funds I'm offered to invest in are just not performing well. I have the option of uh, to be able to convert the money into an ETF or an IRA." I know none of this is a get-rich-quick scheme, but taking that 12% and depositing it into a CD is more appealing. Any ideas or thoughts? And how would meeting with a financial advisor help me?
2: Brandy, I would definitely put your money somewhere else. So how would a financial advisor help you? Um, having that conversation with us would would uh, clarify what we do for our clients every day. Um, it would put that power of where your money is going back in your wheelhouse. You would know what your money is doing um, how it's performing. Um, you're currently your boss is not offering you a match. I mean, that's pretty much the only reason why we suggest going to perform.
0: And you're kicking and you're kick- 12% of your income down the road to be taxed at a phantom number. We have no idea what that number is going to be. Mm-hmm. That's true.
2: Right now, you know what your taxes are. I
0: mean, buy a Roth. It, it, you can't go wrong. Yeah. If, if, if you did a Roth. Uh, exactly.
2: Pay the taxes now. Assets under management.
0: But now here's the other part. If you really mean that that CD is more appealing. Yeah. Your advisors should, should understand emotionally that you're conservative. That's what that hour is for. That they can't miss that because if they put you in the wrong investment and you don't get a decent rate of return and you lose money, when you say, I like CDs, I like the safety, you might as well have said, I hate the market. (laughs) Right. So be, be sure that your advisor is in tune with what you're saying there. I would ask the question, are you doing that because it's easy? And you don't understand it, if I could help you understand where we think you should be, are you open to that or you, do you just want easy? I mean, you, you it's their money. We don't get to tell them, well, you know, we now, if we disagree too much, like if you come in and you want to buy options and you've never been in the market, <laughs> the answer is no. And if you don't like it, i am I'm out.
2: Yeah, we're not your guys,
0: right? Yeah, <laughs> but but you know th- that that's an easy problem that Brandy has. Brandy, sure. I, w- I really wish you would give either Jay or I a call. We could sure solve that for you. 888-532-0503.
1: Well, The one thing I find interesting about Brandy is she's actually aware of what's going on inside her four hundred one k. Who among us can do that? <laughs> exactly. I think Very she, few. <laughs> I think she just
0: needs a little direction with her twelve percent, and yeah. she, she. Here's something else. I bet when she looks at the projection of twelve percent over let's just say from 53 to 65, 12 years with a decent rate of return and her social security, I bet Brandy's already home
1: Mm. and she's worrying about it. Well, it's good that she worries.
0: It is, but, Boy, we could put her at
1: ease. Yes. Sure. Well, I mean, at fifty three, that's a that's a perfect place to really, you know, kind of wrap up that plan and, and and get it in place so that we know we can get there when we want to retire. If it's at sixty or sixty five or seventy, whatever it might be.
0: She's really in good shape if she's gonna stay till seventy. All right. Exactly. Gives us five more years compounding, five more years contributions. Yep.
1: Absolutely. All right, Brandy, give us a call. We want to hear from you. 888-532-0503. Millie has a question. Millie says, I'm 63 and don't plan on retiring for at least five years. I've been working with an investment advisor for two years, and he recently informed me that his fees are going up from 0.5% to 1% for nonspecific reasons. I was told initially it was a friends and family discount.
2: Is something off here? Well, Millie, um, I would definitely review your portfolio has this invest, financial investment advisor, has he really performed well? Has he managed your funds? Is it really worth that increase of almost 100% of his fee? I mean, from half a percent to a whole percent? Um, or is it just pretty much on cruise control? Is he just collecting the fee and not really doing anything for your portfolio? You might need to actually think about shopping that financial advisor around um, to see if that price is is, is too deep. I mean, is this fee worth it?
0: Yeah. yeah. Has he earned it?
2: Has he earned it?
0: And I ask him. I mean. I, I mean, he works for you.
2: Yeah, I mean, if it's portfolio, if your portfolio has been w- performing well, it very well might be worth it—the one mm-hmm. percent. Absolutely, but it is—it is, it is a, a quite a bit of an increase. Um, does it leave warning flags? I'm not sure. I mean, half percent to one percent, one percent is—it's one percent. It's not two or three, but. Whoa. Well, it 1% is, is, is a fairly
1: standard fee, isn't it?
2: it, it, it? That's what I thought it, so too. It, yeah, but so. yeah. well,
0: one's not bad. I think she was getting a discount, but, you know, and Steve, I, I'm sorry. I'm not looking at, at the question. Um, she had an investment advisor, correct?
1: Right. That's what she called him or her.
0: Okay. that Well, that that's indicative that when she asked him why <laughs> uh, he's increasing that or why, uh, he has to tell her the truth. He can't dance no. around a by God, better tell her, mm-hmm. or he's in trouble. So, um, just ask him, you know, and if he says, well, you know, we, we've done a lot of trading on this account, blah, 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 it's been labor intensive and our rates of return was 12% and we just thought that was fair. Well, I'd have to agree with him, mm-hmm. you know, but if, if the rate of return is two, and it was in a fixed investment, and he's going to increase it.
2: Probably not. No. yeah. Have us review your portfolio. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt.
1: All right. So, well, Millie, give us a call, 888-532-0503. We have got Carlos. Uh, Carlos says, I have recently retired. Good for you. Uh, I'm looking to roll over my 401k into an IRA and start to take some distributions. Now, it turns out I was making some after-tax contributions over the years that has a cost basis of about $50,000. Now, I'd like to roll that amount into a Roth IRA, which I would imagine would be tax-free. My CPA seems to agree. Curious if you could describe the process for me. I like how he's thinking.
0: I do, too. Um... Okay. Let's just take it piece by piece. Um, if you are retired and you have a 401k, you certainly should move it into an IRA. You're gonna have a little bit more control. You'll have a better selection of investment, uh, strategies inside the portfolios or products that you're going to be looking at. Um, I was making some after tax contributions over the years that has a cost basis of about $50,000. I would like to roll that amount into a Roth IRA. Uh, which I could imagine would be tax-free. My CPA seems to agree. Um, well, we're going to have to do that systematically. But if if you're not working, if you're not working, you you um, will not be able to make a Roth contribution. Oh, you got to have income, it,
2: don't you? You got to have income to have a Roth contribution.
0: So to roll it in, and then it's it seems to me that it's $50,000 is the basis in a mutual fund or uh, asset under management account. Um, you know, maybe they're better off to take stepped up basis and the entire accountant now would, would be uh tax. It would you would, all the taxes would be paid up until, um, the, the end of the next tax year, you, you may look at repositioning. If you're looking for tax-free investments, you may want to reposition that money into, um, an IUL. It, it, it depends, I, I don't see an age here, but you may could make that make sense, um, your other, your only other answer would be municipal bonds and be careful there because getting in, in business with the municipality is not as safe as it used to be. Um, so I I guess my question, Carlos is if I knew more about you, if I knew your age, Mm -hmm. if you come spend 45 minutes an hour with us, I'd get you dialed in. Um, you know, you may, what may not be on here is that you intend on, you know, you have a home-based business, Mm -hmm. whatever. And then We could certainly do Roth conversions.
1: Exactly. If he has taxable income.
0: Um, But come see us. Talk to us. Let's get it figured out. 888-532-0503,
1: Carlos. And uh, we got time for one more. Let's go to Lynette. Uh, She says, I just learned about the reduction of Social Security benefits if you take your benefits early and make over a certain amount. My first question is, is that per household family? Or would my husband and I both get to make that amount individually? And after we hit our full retirement age, is there still a reduction? Thanks a lot. I've already learned so much from your show.
2: Thank you, Lynette, for listening. Um, So first question is that per household family and no it is not it is the same uh you and your husband both get that yearly limit and for 2023 you can make up to $21,240 um before it it uh, affects your benefits for social security anything above that amount for every $1 for every $1 no for every $2 you make above that amount they take $1 back in your social security benefits. So you should judge that. I mean, do you really want to work sort of for free half off? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, but once you do hit your full retirement age, is there still reduction? No, there's not actually the month that you t- turn your full retirement age, you can earn as much as you like without any kind of reduction of social security benefits. And even that full year before the full year that you're going to turn your full retirement age, um, that limitation, it's $1 for every $3 that you make. And it, Limit goes up, so you actually have, can make more money real close to full retirement age and not get penalized with your Social Security
1: benefits. All right. Well, again, so that whole Social Security world is a is a it can be can be tricky. At right, at at best, it can be tricky.
2: I mean, there's like a hundred different scenarios you could run. Well, oh. and,
0: and you know, the first question I would ask is, um, seems to me like you don't mind working right now, and if your salary were paying your bills prior you probably don't need the additional income why open a, a box that doesn't need the lid off of it right. why not wait and let it you know because you it increases but is it six percent or eight percent is it increased by
2: well if you wait till 70 it's eight percent
0: so yeah i mean you're getting a guaranteed bump on your money of eight percent um if you hit retirement age every year thereafter is eight percent and I, I just don't i why get in a hurry it'll be there now if you absolutely want it, then maybe you should work less.
2: Yeah, exactly. Okay. If you could that that limit, that yearly limit of a 21 to 40, that's for each person. So it's not just, uh, it's not just for the household. So that's great.
1: All right. That is good to know. Well, and again, we are up against the clock. We have uh, successfully done an entire show. Let's uh, go ahead and remind folks how to get in touch.
2: Okay, folks. Now's the time to give us a call and schedule your meeting with us. Let us get to learn about you and your money and how you feel about your money. Let you get to know about us see if we're going to be a good fit for you. Um, We have concerns about your money and want to help you understand what is happening in your portfolio. Now we'll look at your fees, your taxes and give you an overall view of what's happening with what you currently have. After we have that discussion, we'll decide how we can best help you give you an overview of your plan and then create an income plan for you. Something that you can't outlive, something that'll be there for you when you do retire. Give us a call, 888-532-0503.
1: Well, that is the goal of the show, folks, is to help you make the best decision that's right for you. So if you've got questions about what we're talking about or how it might apply in your own situation, the best thing you can do is to give Mal and Che a call, 888-532-0503, 888-532-0503. And uh, Mal, Che, always a pleasure to be here. The show goes by so quickly, but again, great information. It did go
0: by quickly, and I hope that...
2: investment advisory services offered through iron plan solutions group a registered investment advisor during the show mal mason and chay kyle provide general information not individually targeted personalized advice and are not liable for the usage of information discussed Exposure to ideas and products or services should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory services. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through iron plan solutions group by contacting iron plan solutions group you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products